all the Jesus toast and that sort of stuff. Sitting crooked. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna start singing and then nothing really came out of it, so here we are. For some reason, I was like, "Oh, she's doing like the pre-introduction before we actually go." <laughs> Welcome to Sitting Crooked. This is a test. It's kind of just waiting, and I'm like, "Oh, my brain's not doing anything. I should probably say something." Ah, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. That was just me being silly. So, um, I'm Jenna. I'm Angie. <laughs> Just before we get started, you might hear a bit of a tractor noise in the back, maybe. Um, just ignore that. Yeah. Deal with it. We sit in a car. Those of you who don't know. Yeah. If you just started listening now, then you have a lot to go through. A lot of us repeating the same shit over and over again. <laughs> I know. In case you didn't know, we sit in a car. We sit in a car. <laughs> we work together and we sit in a car. <laughs> but I feel like people have been listening from the beginning. They kind of just tune that out. Yeah. Like, okay, now now what? So we have some updates on the crime bullshit going on. Ugh. Yeah, it's been... So it's been a while since we've really talked about some local true crime updates. Like, we talked about Bruce MacArthur really quickly last week. Yeah. But man, has shit gone down. Fuck, man. My hometown is a murder capital. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, on the rise. Yeah. You know what I was thinking? Okay, before we get into this, I was thinking, I'm like, I really want someone to draw, like, a murder map and, like, have little dots on it. And, like, the bigger the dot, the more murders have happened in that area and see yeah. where the most concentrated murders are. Yeah. I want that. Somebody make that. I feel like someone just did that for Toronto or something. Yeah! Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Send it. I want to okay. see. Okay. Okay, hang on. Not kill your battery? Yeah! Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so Adam Strong. Those of you who don't know, this guy was, has been, accused and was charged with um, indecent interference with a dead body. Um. <laughs> Which sounds like, I know it's a serious charge, but it sounds made up. It leaves so much room for interpretation. Like, <laughs> God damn it. So anyway... Um, a few months, almost a year ago now, um, yeah. they discovered a torso in uh, Lake Ontario, just in Oshawa, which is my hometown, and uh, they discovered this girl's torso. Uh, it was later determined that there were remains found in this guy's drain that matched this torso, um, and the victim's name was Rory Hache. Uh, the most recent update that we just heard yesterday was that there was a second set of female DNA found in the same drain as Rory Hashes. Her name is Candace Fitzpatrick, and she's my age, which just scares the fucking li ever-loving shit out of me. I mean, like... It's just one more... Well, it's it's bad enough that you're like, oh my god, like, my parents live just a couple streets away or whatever. I fucking lived on his street! Yeah, and then... Like, what the fuck? To have her be the same age, it's like, you know, if if you had left the house ten minutes earlier, it could have been you type thing. I used to walk to bars downtown, because he lives right in downtown Oshawa, and Oshawa's not... It's not like this magical, huge city. <laughs> it's kind of like... 
at that time it was Scum City and like everybody called it the Dirty Schwa. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, like I used to walk to bars and I probably walked by this motherfucker's house. So anyway, um, second set of DNA, it's pretty fucked because, I mean, finding DNA in a drain, <laughs> it's fucked no matter how you cut it, but she's been missing since 2007, yeah. 2008. So that's 10 years that this, this girl has been missing. Mm-hmm. This guy has lived in that house since 2007, <sighs> which I just found out before we came into the car. He's 45, because you asked me that question yeah. yesterday, how old he was. He's 45 right now, so that means if she was killed by him, yeah. he would have been 35. Wow. This guy happens to be a diver. Mm-hmm. He has a boat. Yep. The torso of Rory Hashe was found in Lake Ontario. Mm-hmm. There are too many fucking connections for it not to be this guy. He hasn't officially been charged with murder. Yeah, but and like his, not his. I don't know if it's his arraignment or like first trial or whatever has been pushed and pushed and pushed because he's he has a lawyer now though. He right? does. Yeah, I don't know if his lawyer's gonna want to support him after this. I don't know how that works, but yeah, I've never killed anybody. <laughs> so it's it's felt like forever since since there's been an update yeah. on his case. And then this shit broke. Like, yesterday, I think, they held the press conference saying that they found yeah. DNA. And who knows what else they have. And well, I saw a note that said that in Durham Region police history, they've never spent this long in one person's house before for an investigation. And they've expanded the investigation to the backyard. Yeah. Which wasn't even part of the initial search. Um, so that just, like... <laughs> The Bruce MacArthur thing, like, he's a landscaper, and that's yeah. all they're doing in Toronto is digging up all these people's properties. Yeah. Now it comes back to Oshawa, not that they're related or anything, but I'm like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. What is happening? Like, he's not technically, Adam Strong is technically not a serial killer That yet. we know of. That yeah. we know of, but, like. Because I, I <sighs> this is based on nothing at all, but I feel like you don't just start at 35. Well, and then you stop for 10 years? Yeah. And then pick up again? Like, no, no. There's got to be something going on in between now and, and then. And I found out reading the uh, police release. If you ever want really, really raw information mm -hmm. about a crime, go to the local police department's website. Because they give you everything, and that's usually what the journalists go off of. Because mm -hmm. when you call... Like, when you're a journalist and you call in to get information, they'll... You have, like, two minutes with them, and that's it. Yeah. Like, with their media contacts. So the press release will give you more details than what you'll see in the paper. Yeah. Because the paper's kind of diluted based on who's writing And then you it. don't have to ask repetitive questions that you can get somewhere else, <laughs> Yeah, right? yeah. So, anyway, just yeah. <laughs> amateur notes. Um, he lived in a really, really sketchy area of Oshawa um, in the North End. And those of you, I don't know if anybody who is listening is from our area, but... Um, this particular part of Oshawa in Nonquan, like, it's not, it's not a great area. It's terrible. What I'm getting at with this is, like, if he lived there prior to where he lived... Like, in that specific where these, house. Yeah, where these bodies were found, are they going to expand their ex... Uh, <laughs> Investigation? That's what I... Yeah, I don't know why I lost... To where he there. lived previously. Before, yeah, yeah. Like, they'd almost have to, right? Yeah. So now they're trying to find notes on, like, where he lived and who he was and where this girl was. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, oh, yeah, whatever. This new girl that they found, oh, she's been missing since this time. She was born 
1989. I'm like, oh my god, like, she's fucking my age. She's a month older than I am. Like, yeah. Or would have been. Like, it's just... Ugh. Anyway. Big long rant, but that's... And, yeah, that's crazy. Um, I don't know if, if we want to get into this, because when we first are unaired episodes of Adam Strong... Oh. We talked a little bit about when when this story the first foil? broke. Yeah, we talked about looking at his when this story first broke. His all his like online stuff was still available. You could go still go to his Facebook page, yes. and I saw because Durham Region is relatively small. Like by there's yeah, yeah by comparison, there's few degrees of separation. So like even people I had on Facebook was like this was my cousin or this was my best friend's boyfriend or girlfriend or like whatever. Yeah. So they would share his picture and his profile page. People were sharing his Facebook profile being like, this is the, the monster who killed Rory and da 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 da. Yeah. So his profile was still live and active. I don't know if it's been taken down since. So Angie and I, I just checked this morning. <laughs> okay. Angie and I at the time went on and were scrolling through his posts and yeah. the type of articles he shared and Angie found some disturbing shit that we wanted to kind of talk about and speculate on at the time, but we also didn't want to make too many assumptions too early as the case was just so fresh. Yeah, yeah, they had just arrested him at that point. So do we want to say what it was? Yeah, I'll okay. Go for it. It was on his profile. So. Well, yeah, it's, it <laughs> public. was public at one point. Yeah. Um. So he had, I guess, in his backyard, he had a fire pit, and he had what looks like could be argued that it's bacon wrapped on one of those roasting forks mm-hmm. over a fire pit. Um. He's cooking a lot of food over a fire pit. There's a bunch of stuff. There's a big foil wrap thing in the fire, and the comment that he made was, what's in the foil? And given the context of everything that's been happening, what is in the fucking foil? Like, was he yeah. eating these girls? And, like, the the dates in relation to Rory's case, I think, kind of aligned yes. as well. Like, yeah. you could almost Shortly build a timeline after. a little bit. So, we, we didn't want to read too much into it, but at the same time, it's... Especially now that, okay almost confirmed there is more to him than yeah they initially thought it's like well maybe it's not that crazy Ugh. that and he he had all again not that there's anything wrong with like having your kinks and stuff but in context with everything else he was pretty open with with his like whips and like that sort of stuff or whatever yeah he had. well no because he he had like his little <sighs> yeah i'm on the same page i mean like everybody's got their kinks but he had like his makeshift sex dungeon thing in the basement but he had like a dog collar if i'm remembering this correctly like wrapped around one of those support poles in the basement yeah and it just (sighs) and almost like boasting about it online yeah like (sighs) by itself it's like okay you do you but just with everything else and with everything we know about him it's hard not to kind of put it into context and be like does this help paint the picture of who this guy is. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to see what happens. I think his actual, uh, or his next hearing is in October. Maybe they'll lay charges um, by then, like more charges. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll keep you guys updated because that, it, it's very close to home for us. Yeah. So yeah. That was a long update. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so I mentioned last week. That we're going to talk. I'm going to dance while I talk. Okay. (laughs) We're going to talk about the Uncanny Valley and, like, how 
um, like what it is and how it kind of plays into our daily lives, let's say, and the future of the human race. Um, so let me break that down. Uh, so the Uncanny Valley is a theory by um, roboticist Masahiro Mori. Um, it suggests that humanoid objects which appear almost but not exactly like real humans elicit feelings of revulsion. So it's basically a measure of our emotional response to certain mm -hmm. objects. So this okay. is why we get freaked out by um, certain like like androids that look a little too real. They yeah. move a little too fluidly, mm -hmm. um, but we still recognize it as not being right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so this can include anything from, uh, computer animations, uh, to medical conditions, to technology, like we were talking about with androids. Um, it's thought to be triggered by an evolutionary tendency to be repulsed by anyone who looks sick, unhealthy, or wrong. Okay, that makes sense. A basic pathogen yeah. avoidance, right? And every animal does it. The valley is a negative emotional response, and the closer the object is to human likeness, the worse it gets, or the deeper the valley gets on this graph. It's basically, okay. if you can visualize it, it's like... Reverse parabola. There you go. So experience worsens when uh, a robot or human-like thing is in motion. The best example I could think of yeah. with this um, was that seeing a zombie is mm -hmm. worse than seeing a corpse. Yeah. So you're more disturbed by something that's already not right and moving than something that is stationary. Yeah. So as I was researching this, it got me thinking about androids. Um, and it made me wonder, why are we making androids so lifelike if they bring on these negative feelings? Mm. Um, so <sighs> there are a couple criticisms to the Uncanny Valley theory. Um, I'll start with those and then I'll dig into different types of androids. Good design can reverse effects. So if something's more cartoonish mm. and like farther away from human, like, it's, it's more acceptable. Like Data in Star Trek with his green skin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Wally versus a fucking android that can talk to you. Yeah. Um, but the uncanny experience can happen if a thing is too perfect. So you... The example that I have for this is if a Photoshop image in a magazine is just too correct, you can identify it as being wrong or too perfect. Yeah, like if someone's face is like overly too symmetrical, yes. then it's like your too perfect Stepford wife weird thing. Yes, yeah, and that's yeah. that's a... I'm glad you said that because I'm going to touch on that <laughs> Okay. <after>. Um, <laughs> um other criticism is that this may mate <laughs> this may resonate more with younger generations so people like you and I who have grown up with CGI and robots okay. than someone in the the 60s who um who hasn't so it's it's less likely that we feel this effect than older generations oh, okay, because yeah. we've been exposed to it so much mm -hmm. so as I was digging, I thought, what are people using these androids for? Mm, mm, yep. Mm, mm, Nailed mm, it. Mm, Literally. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I made the car shake for those <laughs> listening. 
It's good. It just means that didn't just make the sound. I, I did the action. We've got some great suspension in this car. <laughs> People staring at us from the top floor. floor. Yeah. Uh, okay. So there is a company called Real Dolls, and it's owner slash creator person is named Matt McCullen, and I'm gonna read you a couple of experiences that um, this reporter for Engadget.com, Chris Trout, wrote. So he, he basically documented his experiences with these real dolls okay. and how they related to the Uncanny Valley. Okay. Okay. So as I mentioned, Real Dolls is a company specializing in sex dolls um, or is building to specializing in sex dolls. And what I mean by that is they started as an AI company. Um, so their product is called Harmony AI. It's described as part Android app, part sexualized personal assistant. And what you can do with this is personalize voices, personality traits, moods, etc. Uh, this tech can be uploaded into the head and body of these dolls that they're making. I'm sorry, I'm just like picturing in Sims when you can choose their voice. <laughs> and then it like gives you a sample, it's like, Flano! And then you change it and it's like, Flano! <laughs> I don't remember them ever having voices. Maybe it's in, because my sister got the Sims 3 of, a couple years back. So oh, maybe okay. that's the one where you can pick the voice. Oh my god, so funny. <laughs> sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Suck your dick for a dollar. Flim flammo. Which of our voices do you prefer in your sex doll? <laughs> Don't answer that question. Um, <laughs> so it can be uploaded into the head and body of these dolls for the low, low price of $10,000. Yeah. Um... Okay, so I went to the Real Doll website myself, mm -hmm. um, and the gallery that they have of these girls, girls, things, I mean, Jesus, there we go, um, is hauntingly close to real life. Like, can I look it up while you're talking? Yes. Um, realdolls.com, I think is the name. Okay. Um, like, Photoshop be damned. Some of them you can tell, but other ones, they're pretty fucking lifelike, and it's freaky. Like, if you look at the first... The first girl, the blue-eyed, blonde-haired girl with freckles on the main page. Is it myrealdolls.com? I don't know. Oh. Right. This one? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, girl. It's like... There's a whole gallery of them. And you can pick different models. It's like in the new um, Grand Theft Auto, the loading screen. So they put a bunch of detail into like the characters so they look like real people. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. Apparently it's in the eyes um, that this effect kind of carries at, to the author of this article. Um, he says when he went to the factory, he saw, you can see the mold that they're built in. You can see like stock <laughs> stockpiles of vaginas and nipples and <laughs> arms and legs and whatever. Um, with that, they're, they're just doll parts. But when they're put together with the eyes, it's a whole different experience. Yeah. Um... So, the creator at Real Dolls began creating near-to-life models. So, there was no intention of this being a sexual thing. To which I said, yeah, right. Because <laughs> if it's a guy creating female dolls, the first thing that comes to mind is you're fucking that thing. He probably started duct-taping pillows together when he was like <laughs> 11 years old. was like, this is Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched Big Mouth? I watched like the first episode and I, the animation style freaks me out a little bit. <laughs> so. Okay. 
Okay. There's Never mind then. So yeah, he created these dolls as models initially, um, and it evolved into sex. He claims that it its purpose was to create an alternate form of relationships, not a replacement. So that's problematic. Get a cat. <laughs> yeah, but you can't. St- well, never mind. <laughs> um, he says the creator says that sex tech is developing slowly. However, um, it I find it creepy that they can program dolls to resist advances. Ooh. Yes. So I'm gonna get into that a bit more. Oh, I have things I want to say about that. Yes, I, I thought you might, and it's... <laughs> it's gonna come, we're gonna get our chance. Just gotta wait for these fucking planes. Go, on, go down, okay. okay. Um, so I'm, let's touch back on that in a second. Okay. So, you can customize your Android. <laughs> if you decide to go and, and, you know... Build a bear. Drop your down payment for a house on a sex doll. <laughs> Um, you can customize nipple color, puffiness, width, type of nipple. Like, I guess there's some, some women have like really little tiny nipples and there's ones that have like a big gumdrop nipples. Yeah. Um, you can, you can pick whatever based on your preference. Um, I type, so they have hand painted or they have like hyper realistic, Mm. um, depending on what kind of experience you want to have. Do they blink? I think so. Okay. They, it's creepy because they actually, what he's trying to do, and I'm going to get into this a bit later, um, what he's trying to do is fine tune so little little facial gestures that we yeah. don't even realize we make that are subtle, like an eyebrow raise when we're talking or yeah. like a lip twitch or something like that. So Yeah, like the micro expressions. That's it. That's the word. Um, you can also pick vagina type. So they Ooh. have different types of labia like foofiness, width, <laughs> I called it flappiness, and her shape, so you yeah. can have like different types of labia, different colors. Wonderful. Um, hair and makeup, which I didn't think was that interesting. No, that's pretty. Uh, lip color, but it, what was disturbing about it was when you actually look at the the lip color and the lip density choices, mm-hmm. all of the, the pictures are like open mouth. Open mouth. Yeah. Not like comical sex doll open mouth just kind of like lips parted breathing heavily kind of like <sighs> mascara commercial yeah <laughs> <laughs> our, <laughs> our gap tooth friend um there's also a transgender option so there's there's a penis attachment that you can buy that hooks right in there <laughs> so, so that's the thing so what they can't do is thrust their hips mm. give a hand job give a blow job um and their movements right now are limited to only the head and the face. Okay. What they can do uh, is react to touch. Uh, like, so, don't touch me there, or... <laughs> like a like a moan, or like a... Ah. Uh, oh, you're strong. <laughs> um, <laughs> I oh. picture it as, like, you know, um, like, Buzz and, and Woody from Toy yeah. Story, how it's, like, in theory, he actually only has, like, three sayings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, like, cycle through the same. Oh, You're strong! Just, like, every three minutes. Ugh. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, that's okay. Um, they can also heat themselves, um, self-lubricate, and vibrate. Huh. So, there's that. Not even real women can self-lubricate some of the time. <laughs> hey, I guess it depends on what you're into. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so the creator maintains that the purpose is to help form companionship with shy and socially awkward people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm shy and socially awkward. I don't need a fucking android to talk to and F. Yeah. I, I don't know. I can't speak for everybody, but... <laughs> I feel like that is more upsetting to me than talking to real people. Yeah, imagine how socially awkward it's going to be when you're caught with a sex doll. But wouldn't that just make it worse? Wouldn't that send you in the opposite direction? That's what I'm saying. And then it's like rewarding. Not that there's anything wrong with like antisocial behavior, but you're being rewarded for continuing the behaviors that in theory you're trying to avoid or stop. Yeah. Yeah, the learning curve is going the opposite way. Yeah. Um, I mentioned fine-tuning facial movements. Um, he, he is aware of and tries to avoid the uncanny valley. Um, so he made the bodies larger. So your typical blow-up doll has, like, it's smaller and, like... Yeah, it's, like, 80% size of a yeah, yeah. Um, so larger body, rounder eyes, um, symmetrical or asymmetrical faces. Asymmetrical being more human. Mm-hmm. Um... Which I was, I kept saying, like, well, well, why? Like, why does it need to be so real? Yeah. Like, if you are aware that there is an emotional, a negative emotional response to something that looks almost human, why do you want to make it more human? Like, what does that, what does that achieve? Is he, like, just trying to go the next step to, like, avoid it? You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's what the, those fine-tuning facial yeah. features are doing, like, like, flaring the nostrils when you talk or something Mm -hmm. like they know it's not real yeah why like like your customer that is i wonder though because because it's in specifically in a sexual context like it's not like you're sitting down and having a conversation about the weather necessarily yeah but if it's already companionship that's exactly what he thinks they're doing (laughs) How's the weather? I don't care. Suck my dick. <laughs> so he's still under that impression? I, I think he... Yeah, I think he's maintaining that it's... That's bullshit. It's still to help form... You don't, you don't need to choose nipple size if you're just wanting to talk about the weather. Exactly. Exactly. So why have all these options if it's just for companion... Like, like yeah. you said, get a cat. <laughs> Fuck. Get a nipply cat. So... <laughs> <laughs> A breastfeeding cat. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, that took me a while. Um, so there are a lot of issues with this, but the one question that I kept asking myself was, is the Uncanny Valley our evolutionary safety net? Mm. Like, is this protecting us from, like, destroying all human relationships? If yeah. The whole idea of these is companionship and, like, ultimate sexual pleasure, then... Yeah. What's the point of having real relationships if mm-hmm. you can just per- if you can make it perfect? Yeah. Or or create conflict, like I said, like let's go back into this. Um there are sex dolls that have I'm not saying that this is the exact same company, but there was like one of the first prototypes of a sex doll android thing was um it had a setting called Frigid Farah, where she would reject your advances. It's like a type of refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Frigid Farah. Don't touch me there. But seriously, yeah, like, and scary. what does that, does that feed into 
and encourage a different type of predator or there's See, also that's, sorry go ahead that's okay it's it's the same thing um so uh there's also talk on the internet of dolls used to cure sexual predators so they're child dolls mm-hmm. um yeah that's what i was gonna bring up yeah and dolls of um oh my god what do i call them aside from rapists but like yeah yeah like does having one of these encourage that behavior or will it actually curb it and yeah, i don't know i think I, it's a slippery slope i think it's a slippery slope too and i also think it it really depends on the root of the issue mm. so like yeah, so it depends on the root of the issue because, like, it, it really comes back to learning, like, the basic principles of how people learn, obviously. The more you do something and there is no negative consequence, the more you're going to learn to do that thing. Mm-hmm. But if if it's an irreversible whatever, then there's no point in trying to cure it or think about it in terms of learning. At that point, you're just trying to appease kind of yeah yeah so i think it depends case to case yeah i mean are you more likely to be a repeat offender if it's closer to reality so let's look at it in terms of like the type of doll if you have Mm -hmm. like a super hyper realistic doll that you're fucking yeah (laughs) are you more likely to repeat offend because it's closer to reality Mm. or because it's farther from reality because it's just not the same. Yeah. Like, what is it that... Yeah, I guess it goes back to what you're saying, but, like, what is it about these that could fix the the issue or, like, help fix the issue or, Mm -hmm. like, send it in the complete opposite direction? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's really problematic. These guys, the, the real doll company that I'm talking about, like... They do not make child sex dolls. They do not, um, to my knowledge, they don't have like this don't touch me setting mm-hmm. on there. Um, they seem as wholesome as you can be in the yeah. sex robot industry. They seem to be on top of their game. So I just want to make that very clear. Yeah. Um, but it's, from ar- other articles I've read on the internet, those things do exist. It's funny that you mentioned that too, because like as as you were talking about like what what kind of makes people human a little bit again i thought back to that episode of black mirror that we talked about last week yeah and part of the problem with him is ultimately she was in control he would do anything that she said yes and as as the story develops that's kind of what begins to drive her crazy because she's like we used to fight you used to get mad at me for that and now you're just like okay so and and that's what kind of flipped it from being this great experience with her re I don't know, reborn kind of deceased husband. So in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, you need a little bit of conflict. Yeah. And then you said, oh, well, they make dolls that, <laughs> that- refuse. And I'm like, like specific to, to sex dolls, like, uh, I don't think that's a good idea. No. <laughs> but in general, I think that is the missing piece. If, if we are talking about strict companionship and Absolutely. talking, conflict that is the is missing a- piece is conflict. It's essential. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it just in in the realm of fiction, like, you wouldn't have, you can't have a story without conflict. There's just nothing. Yeah, that's like a a six-year-old's journal. Yeah. And then everyone said, okay, and ate a rainbow cake, and that's the end of the story. And (laughs) you're like, all right, that's great. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, 
it's I don't know where the the line needs to be drawn because the closer they get to reality, the the more shallow that valley gets, mm-hmm. and the more accepting we become emotionally of these androids, tom-toms, whatever. Yeah. So it, I think it's an important thing to recognize, but when you can't recognize it anymore, that's almost a new kind of fear. Yeah. And, and to not, um, not to completely counter the concept of the uncanny valley, but on the flip side, I know that we are programmed to recognize faces. Mm-hmm. So that's why when we see an apple with some weird marks in it, we're like, oh my god, oh, it's the, a smiley uh, face! And the then, Mary Grilled Cheese. The yes, yeah, Mary yeah. Cheese. <laughs> All the Jesus toast and that sort of stuff. So on the flip side, where, where we are hypersensitive to, like, that's not human and there's something weird about it, we also try very hard to look for patterns that are human. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's this weird social, or not social experiment, just experiment on um, sensation and, like, visual perceptions and stuff. And all it is is, like, dots in a line. And it kind of just looks roughly like a stick figure, but it doesn't really look like much until it's start animated, starts moving. And... By itself, the movements shouldn't look like anything. It's just like these little balls moving up and down. But we immediately say, oh, that's the outline of a person walking. Oh, that's weird. Even though, like, disconnected, it's like, no, that ball's just moving up and down. And when it stays still, it looks nothing like a human figure. Yeah, yeah. So there's, it, we work against ourselves almost. Like, it's it's like there's um, a peak or something. Yeah. And, like, I guess to your point, right, it's... The further away from reality it is, the closer to reality we want it to be. Yeah. We're like, yeah, 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 that's a person. And then when it really, really looks like a person, it's like, no, that's wrong. Uh, I know, you can't say <laughs> Double standards. Fucking humans. That's, yeah, that's pretty much just us in a nutshell. <laughs> it goes beyond, um, like, the theory of what you're saying and humans trying to find patterns. It goes beyond visual. Um, there's, there's a tone, like a certain... If you play two notes, and I don't know what they are, um, but if you play two notes in succession, mm-hmm. um, it sounds like it's descending. Like it sounds like you're going, yeah. But it just—it's just a loop, yeah, of like these two notes. And but we're trying to like identify it as like, what's what? What is this doing? Like why? Yeah, can't and pick and out what and it's... our understanding of of sound is that eventually sound fades. Yes. For whatever reason, so we're waiting for it to either fade or increase. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah, it's creepy. It's like the um, you know when you go to a movie theater and it's like Whoa, surround sound. Yeah. That, it's that kind of tone. Only it's anyway, com- somewhat related, very yeah. very loosely related. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really. It was a creepy thing. And thank you, Thomas, our producer, my husband, um, <laughs> for, for recommending that as a, as a topic choice. Because it was one of those, like, how do I even start talking about this? And yeah. then I'm like, obviously, we have to talk about sex robots. Yeah, no, it's... <laughs> and I think that's where I've, most people's mind goes first is like, oh, it almost is, but it isn't. So what can I get away with, kind of? Yeah, like, yeah. Again, it starts with... 11 year old boys duct taping pillows together oh, damn. <laughs> like that kind of shit boys so, seriously but it yeah and then and then you think about like the kind of not quite dystopian but 
the the futuristic like you think about iRobot and that kind of shit where mm-hmm. they're, they're not human-like but they have human qualities in their personality and stuff and how normalized they become in society and that's a pretty common idea of oh it's not as great as everyone thinks it is like that whole thing it, it's an old concept too. yeah it's been around since i think it was ovid who wrote metamorphosis mm. but like the whole thing was <sighs> like you create something so perfect and you just fall in love with it and you just want it to be real like bride of frankenstein's a perfect yeah. example you create this perfect like Nothing could possibly go wrong if we create this thing. If My we great create... Elena. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Nothing could possibly go wrong if I preserve my dead wife, or not wife, lover, yeah. person, <laughs> obsession. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Um, trying to play God, really. Yeah. Uh, but, and it, oh, my God. There's so, I feel like we have to have a part two to this, because there's just so much more to yeah. say because I think I think that feeds into control as well because part of life is not having that control not choosing your partner's nipple type like yeah those those flaws let's call yeah, them like those are, imperfections are what make us human yeah yeah I don't want to I don't want to pick like if it applied to like a male robot that's another thing yeah um if it applied to a male robot like I don't I even think about <laughs> my video game characters like in Fallout and stuff, <laughs> they get real intense on how detailed you can make. I just get overwhelmed, and I'm like, I don't want to pick this. Oh, see, I really like doing that. I probably spend more time creating a character than I do. I usually <laughs> like it, but I think they've gone too far. Oh. Where you can like choose the placement of freckles and like that kind of mm. shit. I'm like, this is too much. Jesus. I like choosing facial hair, no facial hair, facial color, yeah. that sort of shit. But like the basics. The depth and height of their cheekbones and like all that kind of shit no no it has to look exactly like me (laughs) jesus i never do that i always do opposite sex character oh which is weird because josh does the same thing and we didn't know that until later oh yeah guys that's fun yeah yeah so we'll we'll, i mean we'll touch on on this again later like you said there's there's more it seems like this topic well at least last week is is something that kind of weaves in and out of other conversations. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm sure it'll come up again. Yeah. Um, it, it's not... <laughs> the Uncanny Valley is very deep. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the hill that... Deep is our precisely chosen... Vaginas. <laughs> what? <laughs> that makes more sense. Nipples aren't deep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they can be. You can have inverted nipples. Oh, God. It's a thing. I know it's a thing. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> All right. Um, so, so, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I just wanted to give a quick shout out yes. um, to a podcast that I harassed Angie into listening to. Um, so, it's called Snap Judgment. And they have a specific kind of, not spin off, but I don't really know what to call it sub project, sub podcast. So, it's uh, Snap Judgment Presents Spooked. And it's all ghost stories and shit and it's real people submitting their personal stories and sometimes they tell it themselves sometimes an actor tells it it's just even if you don't believe in ghosts it's really effective storytelling it's amazing um snap judgment in general is also really good so i'd recommend that you check them out because they've been my car rides for the past few weeks uh i really like the um uh, the host glenn washington yes i i love his voice and i just like oh man like He's so good at setting the scene and, like, just yeah. setting up... And tying, like, 
loose ends together and yeah 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 so i i'm pretty sure he's won a few awards so like give those guys a listen like so so good yeah and they're in like the 700s of episodes so oh really uh yeah of just snap judgment not spooked, oh, oh, but no. just snap judgment yeah and they're they're so good just amazing human interest stories cool um so yeah check them out but not after you check us out yeah check us out and share with your friends facebook shit and share with your android sex robots yeah like download our all of our episodes into your android so that you can hear us giggling (laughs) as your robot yeah she has two voices wow two voices hey you can't you can't be uh discriminatory like sex robots can have um dissociative identity disorder too yeah yeah so they just happen to be us <laughs> <laughs> uh subscribe share do all that shit please and thank you thank and you. if you have topic ideas reach email out us. To us let us know yeah don't forget to share your um <laughs> <laughs> topics and your stories. topics um any experiences if you have adam strong comments that you'd like to share oh, yeah. or Things of that nature, please let us know. Um, or weird local shit that's going on in your town, because there's so much. Yeah, like ghosts, it doesn't have to be, you know, murder or anything weird like that. It can be ghosts robots. or, like, I don't know, curses, small town legends things. Yeah. 